Hello everyone, and welcome back. Thanks to you for joining me today. Uh, in the pilot episode, I said that I really wanted to talk about the Harley Quinn show that's on HBO Max, and today is the day. So to start, I will give a non-spoiler review, then I'll kind of go in and talk about the story and what unfolds throughout the first two seasons. I won't talk about a lot of the big things, I'll talk about, you know, just some minor things and then maybe one big side plot, so that's just a little heads up for that. So let's jump into it. The show Harley Quinn is an adult animated show based on the DC characters by Bruce Timm and Paul Dini. The show started in late 2019 to very positive reviews. As of today, IMBD has it at 8.5 out of 10 and Rotten Tomatoes has it at a solid 94%, which I agree with both of these. So the cast is as follows. So Kaylee Cuoco, if I pronounce that correctly, as Harley Quinn. Lake Bell as Poison Ivy, Alan Tadike as Clayface, Joker, Calendar Man, Dr. Trap, and Condiment King, Tony Hale as Dr. Psycho, Ron Funches as King Shark, Jason Alexander as Cyborgman, and last and certainly not least, JB Smoove as Frank the Plant. So, and um, I'm just going to go over and give a brief background about the main cast. So some of you may know Kaylee, who plays Penny in The Big Bang Theory. In 27, she started the production company, which produces the show Harley Quinn, called Yes Norman. In 2018, it was announced that Cuoco would voice Harley Quinn and also serve as the show's executive producer. As it came out to very positive reviews and in 2020, it was announced that there would actually be a third season on the way, which I am very excited for. Lake Bell is a actress who voiced Vanessa Fisk in the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was one of the big things that I saw from her. Next is Alan Tadike, which has a very impressive record. He played Tucker in the movie Tucker versus Tucker and Dale versus Evil Dead. Uh, King Candy slash Turbo in Wreck-It Ralph, just to name two of the two of the bigger ones that I noticed. Next, Tony Hale. He recently voiced Forky in Toy Story 4, and he also played Professor Holly in the show Community, which I personally have not seen, but I've heard good things about it. Uh, let's see. Ron Funches played a role in the Netflix movie Six Underground as Blaine's cousin. I've been meaning to watch that movie, but I just haven't gotten around to it recently. Let's see. Next is Jason Alexander, who played George Costiniza in Seinfeld. He was also on the hit show Friends where he played Earl in a singular episode. He was also in the show Community where he played a, a character titled Mountain Man. And finally, J.B. Smoove, who has played Julius Deli in the movie Spider-Man Far From Home and was also a character in Law & Order where he played Lavon in the episode titled Bait. Other than that, he has done a lot of late night stuff and a lot of interviews and things like that. He's more of a comedian, it seems like, just from the record that I've seen. So with that done, I will give my opinion on the show before we dive into the story and the show in all its glory. So to be honest, I really love this show. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody who wants to get HBO Max or has HBO Max because this show is very good. Uh, this is where I started with DC. Uh, recently, I, I've been really getting into DC and their animated stuff. Their live action stuff is pretty alright. It's, it's, 
it's not the it's not like marvel it's not the best but it is what it is um the characters are great i love all of them the voice acting is also very really good especially by smooth which i will get to later uh his character frank the plant is pretty much a com- uh, comedic relief in this show which is very nice uh the show does a very good job at showing harley is her own person and not just some sidekick who can't make it out on her own. The whole story with this was Harley was sick and tired of just being the wingman to the Joker. So she wants to, so she goes off and starts her own gang and, or more like her own crew to start heists and stuff like that. And then has trouble, uh, dealing with the Joker and having to feel like she has to live up to his expectations and like live up to be better than him. Uh, it also has a very easy and laid-back story where you don't have to try really hard to keep up with it, but if you do, like, really, like, pay attention to the story and really invest yourself into it, it's it's really rewarding. I watched the last episode of Season 2 multiple times just because I really enjoyed the ending. Um, the, the show, it actually has a really good balance of gore and comedy and a great story without having too much. Like, it doesn't go over over the top with gore, it does a really good balance between gore and comedy. Like, one second they'll be cracking jokes, and the next they'll be, you know, cracking skulls, breaking people's legs, and it's it's pretty great. It's a, it's a good time. It's a great watch, and you can finish it in, in a day if you really wanted to, if you had the time. There's only two seasons right now, and I believe each season has about 13 episodes, so it's not all too bad. Uh, for those who aren't very familiar with DC, uh, I feel like this is a, a pretty decent starting point for a new viewer. It introduces a well, a few of the well-known quote-unquote villains, which in this show they're more anti-heroes. Well, okay, that that's kind of a lie. Um, <laughs> they do some pretty gruesome things, but they the two main characters, well, the two I would consider the main characters, uh, Ivy and Harley, are more anti-heroes, but they kind of surround themselves by villains, and you kind of get a view for or a good perspective into the villains of the Batman franchise. But it doesn't do... It's not all just Batman stuff. Like, as in, like, you know, Batman's in every episode and things like that. I believe he's only in, like, two or three episodes. And he has an episode dedicated to him. But after that, they don't really talk about him much. Because, you know, the the show is titled Harley Quinn. It's not titled, like, Batman and Harley Quinn. Which is actually a movie from 2016, which was pretty... I liked it. It was, it was alright. I might talk about it one day. Uh, the best part of the show, in my opinion, is the dynamic duo of both Harley and Ivy. Harley, as many of us know, is reacting before thinking, energetic, and an athletic character who has a very close relationship with another anti-hero, Poison Ivy. Uh, Ivy is the calm and mature, charismatic part of the duo. She takes care of Harley and is always there for her when she needs support. She's always with Harley when she needs someone to have her back. And that's all I can really say without spoilers. Because these two, they have a relationship that develops throughout the the show. You know, first they start off as like, oh, hey, we're both, like, we're just meeting. And then at the end, it, it gets pretty good. So uh, that is it for the non-spoiler. So this is your warning. You know, I'm going to be talking about, you know, deep into the first episode and talk about, like, different things, different characters and all that such. So if you do not want the show spoiled, which I would highly recommend you leave now if you don't want it spoiled, then this is your chance to leave. And go on, go, go on, shoo.
chew. If if you really don't want this spoiled, or if you're even considering getting this spoiled, just don't. It's 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 definitely something you have to experience on your own. Okay. All right. Yep. Go on. Get out of here. All right. Still here. All right. Well, I'm assuming that either means you've seen the show or you are okay with spoilers. So let us begin. The show starts with Harley and Joker taking over a wealthy man's yacht and taking the stack of money which the wealthy onlookers are admiring. The whole the whole first 30 seconds is rich people admiring a nice big pyramid of money and talking about fucking over the poor, which I think is kind of funny. It's a, it's a good it's a good little joke right at the start to kind of give you an idea of what the humor is going to be like in this movie. And the Joker, who is disguised as the owner of the yacht, ruins Harley's plan, which her plan was to, you know, be the main focus of this job. Because a lot of us know that the Harley Quinn is like a sidekick to the Joker in most situations. You know, like if you've ever seen any of the animated movies or anything like that, you know that like the Joker is the main focus. And she's doing her thing. And Joker decides to steal the show by revealing that he was actually the owner who he, I assume, shelled out all of his insides and wore his skin as a suit as he rips off the face of the owner and then uses it as a puppet. Uh, uh, Joker and Harley get into a gunfight with the security there and Harley says she wants to be more than just Joker's girlfriend. She wants people to fear and respect her as people do the Joker. This is the main focus of season one. Uh, so later in that same part where they're fighting on the yacht, Batman finally shows up and Joker calls in a sub because they're on the water and leaves Harley and says, you know, like, oh, distract the Batman. If you get thrown in Arkham, I'll be back for you in the morning. And she she goes along with it because, you know, she's invested with the Joker and she feels like she can trust him and that he, he definitely will. Gentlemen! My fellow whites, let's raise a glass to this pyramid of money, the foundation of which was built upon our favorite pastime. Fucking the poor! (laughs) Party's over, you pieces of shit! This is my money now, so back the fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) Harley Quinn? I mean, you think we're afraid of the Joker's girlfriend? (laughs) So here's the deal. Are you gonna shut the fuck up so I can talk? I'm in a lot of pain! Oh, just give it a minute, you'll go into shock. Yeah, there it is. So, as I was saying... You made a big mistake coming along. <laughs> She's not exactly alone. She brought a plus one! <laughs> it's me! Joker, apologies, but your friend Rupert just couldn't face... Coming out here. <laughs> I'm so sad. Where's my body? Putin, what, what the fuck are you doing? You're not supposed to take his face off yet. I had this covered. Yes, but I, I thought up that great plus one line, and then I'm not going to not puppeteer his face. <laughs> All right, fine, do you think? So listen up, motherfuckers. You better jump in the harbor right now, or I'm going to... Because I forgot I had the acid bomb. But we agreed I'm the muscle. I do the hitting. You know, you're great. You're great. You do your thing, I do my thing. Ah! You're the appetizer. I'm the entree. Ah! I can't spend my whole life just bashing. 
Russian goons. When Gothamites hear the name Harley Quinn, I want them to piss themselves. I want a taste of that. You want a taste of piss? No, you know what I've meant. God, listen, Quinn King, you see me in the Legion of Doom? That is just... <laughs> you don't want that. No, the, the Legion of Doom doesn't give memberships to sidekicks. You have to be... Partners. Don't fuck me. I want to be your partner in crime, for real. Can we talk about this later? It's not now when. I don't know. Tomorrow? I've kind of got my hands full right now. Joke's on you, Joker. Jesus, this guy. You'll never take us alive, Bats! Love that fighting spirit, Harley. But in this fight, I'm afraid I have to take a dive. Uh, don't you mean we? You know I'd love to take you, Puddin', but I'd never deny you the pleasure <gasps> of buying me time to escape. Hey, hey, but what if I get sent to Arkham? Then you won't spend even a single night. I'll break you out, my love, I swear. Or actually, uh, I have something tonight, but I'll definitely get you out before breakfast. Love ya. Uh, well, spoiler alert, he doesn't come for her. Uh, a year later, we see Harley has made friends in Arkham Asylum with characters such as Poison Ivy, uh, Two-Face, and so on and so forth. And everyone's telling her that the Joker isn't coming, but she's in denial and believes that he will come for her. He's just waiting for the right time. Later that night, with the help of Riddler, able, uh, uh, Ivy is able to start a breakout in Arkham and breaks Harley out of Arkham after she knocks Harley out because Harley still wants to stay because she knows Joker or she thinks Joker is going to come and save her. Uh, Harley and Ivy both get back to the apartment where Ivy is staying and Harley immediately goes back to the Joker after he left her in Arkham Asylum to rot and Ivy sets up the Joker to prove that he doesn't actually care about Harley. So later... Uh, about two minutes later, we see that the Riddler is announcing on TV that he has the funniest joke ever made and broadcasts it on TV to get the Joker's attention. And the Joker gets all angry, saying that, oh, the Riddler's stealing his thing, like being funny is the Joker's thing and not the Riddler's. Harley comes to dump Joker a few seconds later, but Joker, seeing how serious she is, says that it was part of his plan all along. That, you know, he was leaving Harley in an Arkham and that, you know, that in order to protect both her and him, they need to be separate. And, you know, he's pretty much just making up some bullshit on the spot to trick Harley into, you know, thinking that if she leaves, she's doing what he wants. So, so later then she's like, you know what, just fuck this, you know, like, I, I think it's finally time that, like, you know, I... I end this. So, later in the episode, uh, Riddler has captured both Batman and Harley and forces Joker to choose uh, to let one live and the other one dies by being dropped in a fat of acid. At this point, Harley is still with Joker, but after this moment, she breaks up with Joker, which I kind of jumped the gun in or jumped the gun with about 20 seconds ago. But And I will play the clip of that right now even for you that's a lot of maniacal giggling sorry my little strung up pheasant but i couldn't possibly let this punctuation pray credit for killing batman how could i 
Free the bats! Drop the bronze! That's not what really happened, is it? Ah, oh, shit. What are you doing in my memory? It's my memory too, dummy. First of all, those weren't violinists. And you weren't dancing with Joker. And it wasn't an engagement ring. But if all that's true, then why'd he say- Till death do us part. Because he didn't say it to you. Joker chooses to Batman. let Batman go go free over Harley, and Joker runs off, and Batman is in pursuit. Harley's dropped into the acid, left to die by the Joker. But it's found, it's revealed that the acid isn't actually acid; it's just margarita mix from Costco. And Ivy steps out, and so she planned all of this to show Harley that the Joker doesn't actually love or care about her. And the Riddler was just doing Ivy a favor for breaking him out of. Arkham Asylum, which I will play a short clip for you now. <gasps> Ivy! You saved me from the acid. It's actually just margarita mix. It's still kind of stingy. Okay, I did my part. So we're square for you breaking me out of Arkham. But his, his part? What's he talking about? So don't go all Harley on me, okay? But I did set this whole thing up. I've been telling you forever that the Joker's no good for you, but it seemed like such a hard concept for you to understand. So I decided to let you see it for yourself. Ugh, I just want to crawl back into that acid and die. Again, it's it's margarita mix, so that doesn't apply. But look, chin up. You know, you, you still got me, and I care about you so much that I spent my entire Saturday setting up something this fucking stupid. That's true. I bet it wasn't easy. Ugh, you know, the biggest pain in the ass was just finding 150 gallons of this shit. I told you to get a Costco car. And I told you I only go there once a year, so it doesn't pay for itself, Chief. So, the rest of the season is all about Harley becoming a better supervillain than Joker, and along the way she gains a crew. First is Clayfaced who is an actor made of clay who can shapeshift into any animal slash person. In later episodes, it's revealed that he actually filled the role for Airbud, the main dog in Airbud, after uh, he ran over and killed the actual dog. Next is Psycho, who has the power of uh, telekinesis, but after fighting Wonder Woman on TV and calling her a... Well, okay. Little, little warning here, okay? I don't want this to come back and bite me in the ass, but this is me quoting the show, okay? So he called her a cunt, and everyone's like, we shouldn't have called her that. You could have just called her a bitch, and everyone would have gotten the point across. But, you know, like, he, he said cunt because it's later revealed that he, like, doesn't like women. And that, like, working for women is, like, a big issue with him. Like, you know, like, he's that kind of guy in this show. And then after that, he hits rock bottom and agrees to work with Harley only to show that he doesn't hate women, which is later revealed that, like... The whole time he was working with Harley, he hated it because Harley was a woman and he obviously like feels that, you know, he shouldn't be working for a woman. 
Next is King Shark, who is the tech whiz who turns into hired muscle of the group. Uh, as the name implies, he is a, uh, a shark. He's a shark man who is kind of like a big teddy bear. You know, like he's, he's all about showing his emotions and stuff like that. But like in, in some parts of the show, it gets kind of brutal. Like there's a part in the show where King Shark like picks up a dude, bites him in half and throws the dude's like legs at one person. Uh, next is Frank, uh, Frank the plant, who is a sentient plant that lives with Ivy, and he provides a good chunk of this show's comedic relief. I personally like that in season two, the show acknowledges that many people want to see Frank, and more Frank is what we got. And I will play a short clip of Frank roasting the fuck out of Ivy right now. I don't see Holly around here. You know who I see? Frank, I'm ready to fuck some shit up. You're in a pot, Frank. I'd have to carry you. So what? I carry you emotionally. We all carry shit. You bring me in there and I'll show you some How, Frank? What, I'm gonna, like, throw you at people and you're gonna eat them? Boom! Look at that. We just figured it out. Thanks, but I think Carly and I can take care of this. Like the way you took care of that outfit? <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? You see, fabulous, I see fugly. You gotta diversify your color palette, woman. Spice that shit up. Add a fun hat. Maybe a little blush on your cheeks and shit. See, 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 I don't just eat people. Hurtful words are another weapon in my arsenal. And you just got a verbal ass whooping. There she is over there. The green one with the fun hat on. Uh, Frank, who is this person? You said I couldn't do nothing because I was in this pot. Meet Chad. This is really getting heavy, man. He's my pot guy. Carries my pot around wherever I need to go. He sells marijuana, Frank. You misread his ad. That is also true. Yet... Here we are. Okay, well, I'm leaving, so why don't you have him bring you back to the apartment? Wait, I thought you were meeting Holly here. Oh, shit! She stood your ass up. No, 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 she just had to reschedule. You know, she ended her text in UG, so I know that she just, you know, she didn't want to reschedule, but she had to. You know, things come up, it's fine. Nah, she's changed. Think she's a big shot now. Hell, I know this pear tree survived 9-11. Now he's planted front and center at the Freedom Tower, and that motherfucker won't even call me back. That asshole changed, so, and so has Harley. at the start of season two, Harley wants revenge on Mr. Freeze, Penguin, Two-Face, Riddler, and Bane, who at the start of the season froze Harley solid because she wanted chaos in Gotham after the Batman and Joker disappeared, while the others wanted to take control and grab Gotham and, you know, rule it in their own districts and so on and so forth. So to kind of jump back a little bit, uh, at the start of season one, Ivy meets a low-time villain called Kite Man, who is, he's, ah, man, I don't know, it's hard to explain. So he's trying really hard to like make this work, but like, I don't think, like he really understands how a relationship is supposed to work. Like right at the beginning, he just tries to like hook up with Ivy and then she's like, no, what, what, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's like, what? I'm just trying to have sex. Like he's just like that, that weird, awkward character kind of. But after a time and some development, he proposes to Ivy and she says yes. I say that because in this second season, uh, a lot of the focus has shifted towards how Harley is involved with Ivy because you know they've been doing through all these things together and she's always been with her and stuff like that uh later in season two Harley plans a bachelorette party for Ivy since she's getting married to Kite Man and throughout the vacation they end up hooking up a few times 
most of the time because of alcohol and stuff like that. And at the end, before they're about to leave, Harley asks Ivy to be with her over Kite Man. Because, you know, Harley has these feelings, so she's got to get them out before Ivy gets married. Ivy says that she trusts Harley with her life, but not her heart. Uh, she doesn't believe that Harley can commit to her, and she's afraid that Harley would just, like, leave her for someone else if something like that ever came up. Like, at the start of season one, she was constantly ditching Ivy to go hang out with the Joker and, like, be with him and stuff like that. So she's afraid something like that might happen again. And, like, if Ivy really invests time into, the, like, this relationship, that Harley might just, like, leave on her. So this is a warning for the final episode of season two. I will be spoiling it. So this is, you know, end of season two, which is all we have right now as of this recording. Uh, season three has not been released, but it has been confirmed. So this is your warning. You know, about to, about to spoil, like everything in in the last episode. All right. So, uh, Ivy and Kite Man have their wedding. And Harley locked herself in Arkham Asylum so she doesn't ruin Ivy's wedding. And she's, you know, like, just sitting there moping around, talking, like, you know, being upset because Ivy chose Kite Man over her to be with. And the guards are like, hey, you know, if you want to talk about it, we can totally talk about it. And she's like, yeah, no, no, I'll just, I'm just doing some thinking, you know, I'll, I'll break out when I'm ready to, ready to, you know, go back. And I think it's just kind of funny how she's, like, that confident, confident that she can, like, just break out of here whenever she wants, which I mean, she really can. Uh, Two-Face, who actually got locked up by Gordon, is talking to Gordon at this point. And uh, Two-Face slips Gordon, like, a little piece of paper of, like, the guest list at Ivy's wedding. And, like, Gordon sees, like, this huge list of all the villains, and he's like, this would be the perfect time to, like, jump these villains. Because they're all going to be, like, have their defenses down and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's a wedding. Who, who the fuck jumps a wedding? And Gordon's like, okay, so, you know, like, I'll, I'll disguise myself, disguise a bunch of cops, and we'll just go in there and just arrest all these guys. So, later, about 30 seconds later, uh, Two-Face tips Harley off that Gordon is going to ruin her Ivy's wedding. And Harley's like, well, if anybody's going to ruin the wedding, it's, it's got to be me. It can't be, it can't be Gordon. So, she breaks Two-Face out of Arkham for that information, just like as a little way of repaying him. For that information. Uh, later, Harley shows up at Ivy's wedding as the maid of honor and looks for Gordon and his cops. In the process, she knocks out multiple people who were not Gordon. There was a point where Gordon, who was disguised as a priest, was standing next to someone else who looked similar to him. And she's like, oh, finally, I found you, Gordon. She's like, starts sprinting towards the dude. Gordon's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, the whole thing's over. Like, this whole thing's gonna be blown because she noticed. And then she, like, just decks the dude next to Gordon and he just slips away. Um, and he also tips off the media that, like, hey, come here, like, come to this wedding, because, like, shit's about to go down. So, after that, Ivy pulls Harley to the side and says she's stressed enough as it is, and Harley isn't helping by knocking out all these random people. Ivy then says that Kite Man didn't want Harley at the wedding after finding out that the two had hooked up in the previous episode. Kite, so, Kite Man found out that Harley and Ivy hook up during, hooked up during the bachelorette party. Ivy then says Harley was a fool for trusting Two-Face, and that she doesn't want Harley at her wedding because she's afraid she's going to keep ruining everything. Harley walks out of the venue, but realizes that the flowers are plastic after grabbing a bunch from a vase before leaving, and she thinks to herself, you know, like, why would Poison Ivy, the bitch who can control, like, 
like plants and all that stuff like why would she like have fake plants and she puts two and two together and goes oh well this is so she can't do that and this is all part of like gordon's plan so she rushes back inside to stop gordon at this point ivy and kite man are on the podium saying their vows and harley notices that the venue workers are still at the ceremony you know like the catering people and the people give you like the, the fancy little food on the sticks and so on and so forth and she knocks one out, rips open a shirt, and sees that they're wearing their police uniform under, and she goes, oh, you know, it's a cop. And then Gordon springs the trap, since he was dressed as the priest, and he was next to Ivy and Kite Man, and then, like, all the venue workers, like, rip off their, like, their disguises, and then they all just, like, put on these gas masks, and they start gassing up the whole place. And then they just, like, knock out everyone except for Harley, who was able to grab the knocked-out venue workers' gas mask. And then she, like, rushes up to the podium, like, punches Gordon on the ground, and then, you know, Gordon at this point is, like, it's like, he's ready to do anything to get, like, all of his, to get, like, respect and all that stuff. So he's got, like, he's got, like, a walking armory, and he's got, like, a rocket launcher in his freaking coat, <laughs> like, it's, like, just chilling in his coat. So she grabs that and then, like, fires up at the ceiling to, like, let all the gas go after she opens up the ceiling. And then everyone starts, like, you know, like, obviously with all the gas gone, everyone starts waking back up. And the media shows up, and they're like, oh, Gordon, the hero Gordon, oh, he's gonna, you know, arrest all these criminals, and so on and so forth. And then, like, Gordon sprints past them, like, get it, get the fuck out of here. Like, 50 supervillains are about to fucking wake up, and they're gonna be pissed when they find out that I tried arresting all of them. And then, like, all the villains wake up, and they just start attacking all the cops, like, the SWATs there, and so on and so forth. And then, like, as everyone's attacking each other, Harley grabs the still unconscious Ivy and Kite Man. And she carries them out to the yard and says, hey, you know, like, last night I, I like, <laughs> did, like, a class to be able to marry people. And she, like, pulls out a lanyard and goes, like, can I marry you guys? And Ivy's like, yeah, sure, why not? And Kite Man says no and tells Ivy that he wants to marry her, but she doesn't want to marry him. You know, like, she, he's noticing, like, these subtle hints, like, at the altar... She was hesitating and, like, saying, like, oh, she didn't imagine, like, living life with him and stuff like that. And then Kite Man's like, you know, like, I'm not the one for you. You know, you need to, like, we aren't meant to be. And then he leaves Harley and Ivy there. So Harley and Ivy, you know, like, they're, they're in the parking lot and they just run and grab the car, you know, that has, like, the cans on the back that says just married and so on. And they, like, get in there and they start, like, just, they just go. They dip. And then, like, they're, you know, Gordon follows as, you know, they've been spotted, like, getting to the car. And then, like, a bunch of cop cars start following them. And then a pretty good part where, you know, Harley's like, yo, who the fuck designed this, like, parking lot? Because they're, like, going around in circles trying to figure out how to get out. And, like, as all this is happening, Ivy says that she's grateful that Harley came back. And how she's happy that Harley changed for her. And, you know, because, like, in season one, she was selfish and, you know, like totally relied on the joker for everything but like at the end of season two she's like her own independent person and she's like out like being more caring and stuff like that like she she goes back for ivy to help her at her wedding even though she like doesn't agree with ivy marrying Kayman, but like she's still willing to like do all of this so she can be happy so in the end um at the end of the season with like the last two minutes the two become a couple and it the season um, ends with the two driving off as a bunch of cops follow them. This is an homage to some movie. I forgot to do my research on what movie it was. But this is a reference to a movie, just, just so you guys know.
and uh i'll play i'll play a little long like a pretty long clip here it's about three minutes uh it's kind of hard to use this clip without using the whole thing because you know like using a little piece wouldn't make sense so like using the whole clip makes it make more sense so here i'll play that clip for you. Glad you didn't leave when I told you to. I, I thought maybe I could do something right for once and oh, I just want you guys to be happy. Oh. Well, it's too late. Once again, everything is ruined. It doesn't have to be. Hey, I'm an ordained minister. I got a license uh, online and I made it into a lanyard. Pretty legit, huh? So what do you think, huh? Can I marry you? Wow. <laughs> Harley with the backup plan. Oh, 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 good for you, Reverend. Fuck you. Listen, Kite Man, I know we aren't in the corn factory, but we're on the property. So technically, you can tell Us Weekly or whatever that you got married there. We can Photoshop some pics later. It'll be great. Ah! Okay, let's do this. Hell no. What? I should have known the third time I proposed, every step in our relationship I've had to do over and over and over. And, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm not. After all of this... I'm not redoing my wedding. Don't you don't you want to marry me? Of course I do, but you don't. I saw your face during the vows, and I knew your heart wasn't in it. I may be simple, but I'm not a fool. It is hard to finally admit it, but since you refuse to, I will. I'm not the person for you. No. Oh, shit. Like you said, Ivy, I deserve the best. No, not partners So that's it. Um, that's the summary of the show. I personally recommend this show like a lot. I would give it a 4.5 out of 5 just because, you know, I, I love it. It's a, it's a great show. Uh, great cast, great story. Love the animation. And I can't see why more people aren't watching the show. Uh, this is one of those shows that you watch and then you go and like, you like just want to talk about it with people. But then you realize that like for some reason, nobody's like watching it. So 
and and then you get that feeling of like, I'm like, man, I got I, I got to talk to this about someone, and like nobody's like watching it. Like I I just you know like you know if you guys go and watch this show, you know I don't, I don't know if you will, but if you don't, you know it's not the end of the world. But if you do, I would love for you guys to shoot me an email and just tell me what you think about it. You know like I just oh, man I just really fucking love this show. So uh, that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, don't forget to shoot me an email if you have a topic you want me to talk about. Um, I'm thinking the next episode might be about... I don't think I'm going to start the DC Animated Universe yet. Uh, I'm kind of pushing that back a little bit because that's 15 movies. And i got to figure out how to do 15 movies in the span of like a few weeks because, you know, I don't want it to get old. Like, you know, obviously if you don't care about that topic, you don't want to be like seeing me put out all these videos about it. So I'm thinking, I don't know, I think in next week I might do uh, Batman the Killing Joke, which has Mark Hamill in it. It's uh, very good. I also read the graphic novel the other night, which I'll, I might compare about it. But, uh, but for a little inspiration, I did some digging and I found a quote for you guys. So, life is like a yacht. Some people can afford the fancy wine while others can't. But hey, you're on a yacht, baby, that's all that matters. Wasn't that just nice? Doesn't that really motivate you to just keep doing what you're doing? All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. And remember, be good people.